live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Let's mother bleeping do this, yo. James Kelly's even feeling it. Welcome to our year in review, our last actual show of the year. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. This is going to be a blast. If you've seen my Instagram story, you know we are all already in a grub coma. We only do it once a year. We run the spread out there once a year. Check out my Instagram feed. Go to my story. You will see the kind of fuel that we're running on right now. Yo, yeah, I sound great now. Give me an hour. Wait until we all hit the wall in an hour, except for Alvi. Alvi has a strategy when it comes to the spread. You've got to have a plan coming in. You have to. I didn't. My plan was see grub, eat grub. See sugar, eat sugar. Alvi paces himself. He's tactical. All right, what's going on? Here's what I want to do. I've got the year in review, and it's going to be great. We had an amazing year. It's always one of the most important shows and one of the most entertaining shows we do. However, I would encourage you to still try and call 1-800-636-8686. I'm not going to get you right up, but if you can make it better, we can spot you. If you don't want to do that and you want to participate and just hit me on Twitter, I would definitely encourage that. I can read some tweets. At Jim Rome. If you want to email me, Rome, R-O-M-E, at habitate.com. So, no interviews, and this is my last official day of 2022 in the jungle. So, if there's anything you want to share, you want to do so, just like that. Hit me on Twitter. Lob us a telephone call. Let's make this interactive. It's our last day of the year together. All right, the year in review. Are you ready? Alvi, can I get a deck of yeah for that year in yeah, review? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this show so much. It is a blast. All right. And you'll hear so many things you forgot about that you didn't even know happened this year. It's like this every single year. So let's get it going. The year in review. It comes on the last day of the jungle calendar. It is the YIR, a.k.a. the year that was. And as always, Alvi has dug deep. He has found an amazing selection of the best audio and show moments from the past year, and we have it all locked and loaded and ready to roll, and I think we're going to get it all in. We tightened it up this year. Too many years, we run out of time right around August. So we made some tough choices, and I think we're going to get it all in. Once again, you can participate. Hit me on Twitter at Jim Rome. Email me at romeandhabitake.com, and if you want, go ahead and give us a call. Because after all, what is this about? You clones are what this program is all about. And to everybody listening right now, thank you for another amazing year in the jungle. Whether you're a daily listener via your local affiliate, or maybe you listen on Sirius XM 158, or you watch on CBS Sports Network, or you stream it on the Odyssey app, or JimRome.com. However you consume this content and find this show, thank you very much. I love you for it, and I appreciate it. With all of that said... Kind of reminds me of Mike in Jacksonville. Man, I don't care about all that podcast stuff. Just give me the damn picks. I don't care about all that thank you stuff. Just give me the damn year in review. You got it. Let's do it. January. Thing is, after every holiday break, people somehow forget the rules around here. And there aren't that many rules around here. You don't self-gloss. You do not correct the host. And you do not reintroduce yourself. And Alvin will enforce those few rules with an iron fist, as you will hear over and over again in the next three hours. But Cliff in Wisco was the first one this year to find out and experience the wrath of Alvy. 
Cliff in Wisco. First call of the day. What's going on, Cliff? How are you? I'm doing well, Jim. Cliff from Wisconsin, Raider fan for nearly 50 years. I- See, the thing is, Cliff, I'm still sorry about that, but Alvy is still ruthless, and that's the way it is, and I know he's not sorry. I don't even have a run button back here. Alvy has the hammer in his hands, and he's not afraid to use it. Just know, sometimes he will catch a stray, like this shot at the end of a Dom in Erie beef. Dom in Erie. Hey, Jim. My beef is with my bitch-ass brother and his controlling girlfriend watching Netflix with the volume at 100 while using subtitles. Please turn the volume down. And, Alvy, thanks for not screwing up my name this time, you bitch. Hey, listen, I'm not going to allow you to just come up in here and start swinging on Alvin and giving him the hands. He's got his few rules, and that's my only rule. Now, one dude who needs no reorientation is one of my favorite dudes in the jungle. He knows all the rules. He doesn't always follow all the rules, but Rick in Buffalo knows the rules. Did little Josh McDaniels really call for a fake spike down 27 at the end of the first half? Other than changing Mac Jones' diaper at halftime, then breastfeeding him after the game. McDaniels has rendered himself pretty much useless. Hey, Rick, my man, did Matt the Ticonderoga Patricia assume the breastfeeding duties with his man boobs after Josh bounced? I mean, I know that he assumed the play-calling duties, and I will never understand that either, but I need to know, did he also get the breastfeeding duties? Is that also part of the job? I need an update on that. Now, One great thing about 2022 was that it marked the return of in-studio guests. And somebody had to be first, and of course that somebody was Dana White. Dana White joins me in studio. Vince McMahon couldn't write a better script than this. Dana, why are you so fired up, man? How many cups of coffee did you have this morning? <laughs> None, you actually. It? None? None. None. Yeah. What, are you, what are you running I on? I have a Randy's Donut. <laughs> I'm on Randy's Donuts right now. I love now. that. I got to get me one. Dana was shot out of a cannon. Guys, we should have Randy's Donuts delivered the morning. Well, instead of the breakfast that we just smashed, we should have donuts instead. In fact, we should do it every single morning. I haven't seen that kind of energy in a long, long time. And if we did do that, Alvy, if you could hit Randy's on the way in, we would be running on the same premium rocket fuel that Dana was that day. Another notable January moment was that Tom Brady retired. Well, not really, but kind of. He retired without using the word retire. And then he unretired. He didn't get that bacon face until way later. But the non-retirement retirement, which also magically coincided with the actual retirement of Bruce Arians, that was one big cluster bleep. One giant off-season distraction. And... It took us away from things that were way more important, frankly. I had to keep going over that, but there were other things that I needed to talk about that I wanted to talk about, like the steak brawl at Golden Corral. 
Friday night out turned into a melee in Ben Salem at a Golden Corral restaurant. Now police are trying to figure out how it all started. That fight broke out after the buffet here ran out of steak. Video shared with Eyewitness News shows punches being thrown and high chairs flying as a fight breaks out inside the Golden Corral in Ben Salem Friday evening. From what I heard, it was over steak. Apparently, somebody cut in line. His friend heard the same details. There was a shortage of steak. Bottom line two of our most universal reasons to go. You cut the line, someone's getting the hands. You run out of steak, somebody's getting the hands. Two universal reasons to go. Cutting the line, running out of steak. I also got a sweet invite back from Stucknut Steve. Now, if you don't know Stucknut or Steve, same guy, he's the only person who knows more about this show than I do. He knows more about this show than the host of the show because he's inside and out. He's everywhere. He's been chronicling this program since the very beginning, virtually. Check out, check out Stucknut.com if you haven't done so already. So when he throws me an invite, when this guy, when you consider what this guy has done for this show, what he's given to this show, when this guy throws me an invite, I have to at least hear the man out. Steve-O. H-Town, my man nut. Man, I've got a quick ATP. What time are you going to be at Kit's Place tonight in Huntington Beach? Because me and Pulldock are going to be there. Wow, dude. Well, what time are you going to be there? I'll be there, like, I don't know, because I'm all thrown off with the hour change, but I think 7 o'clock. Until what time? Uh, we'll be there all night. You know how we do it. Yeah, I know how you do it. All right, nut. Uh, I didn't know that you were in Cali. you got to give me a little heads up now. So what time am I going to be there? Let's see. Never. Never o'clock. I think that he was going for an outside sales technique, but he botched it badly. Kind of like, hey, Rome, I'm in Cali. We're at this bar. Would you like to see me at 7 or at 9? But the clothes didn't work. He botched it. I never showed up. Now, I didn't even make it out for Robert Plant, nut. So that was never going to happen. Sorry, Steve, but... Why don't you put that in your take box? But appreciate the 25 years of free advertising. Thank you very much, dude. So it's been an extremely exciting 2022 for Detroit Lions fan. Great to know that they have recovered fully. Well, from years of futility, but also from that incredible toilet smack that Darius Butler hit them with on this very program. And Matt Stafford... You know, stepping up, finding him in that critical situation. Like, he's done really all, all career, even when he was in, you know, the, the, the poop hole Detroit that was holding him back. But uh, it, it was good for Stafford. It was great for Cup. And uh, it's good to see Stafford kind of rewriting his narrative. Wow. I nearly ran a guest right there. And not just any guest, but a guy that I think extremely highly of. I love Darius Butler. However, I also love the D. And that was some serious D slander. Like, if you think Joe Noah's factory smack on Cleveland was harsh, that was nothing compared to the, quote, poop hole Detroit that the, Darius the, the went poop with. poop hole Detroit. That poop hole Detroit. DB's words, not mine. Detroit, you know we're cool. You know we're better than cool. Totally cool. It's DB and Gino mm -hmm. that hate you. 
Those are the guys you have to look out for. Now, every day around here, I give out a phone number, and I challenge you to make the show better. Most days, it does not happen. It won't keep me from doing it. I'll keep trying, but if we're being real about it, most days, it does not happen. However, on some rare days, it does, and this is why I keep trying, because you never know when it's going to happen, but it will. Rarely, but it does. Of course, that was not the case the day that Greg in Houston blew right in here. Let's go to Greg in Houston. What's going on, Greg? How are you? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? Good, dude. Good. Go ahead. I, I really wish you would just play some uh, JD and Nashville takes every now and then just to make me feel better during this pandemic. Hmm. You know what would make me feel better? Ah, if I were to get rid of you right now you don't like during this pandemic. Why don't you just go to the back row and switch seats with Rit or walk out of the studio altogether? How how about I don't do that, Greg? I'm talking with Jay Woods of Omega Tax Credits about small businesses under 500 employees qualifying for a tax refund from a new program. Tell me again, Jay, how long does it take for somebody saying, yeah, I don't know, I probably don't qualify. I'm saying find out because you don't know. How long does it take for them to find out? You don't have a more important 10 minutes in your day than these 10 minutes. That's it. 800-704-2000 or go to omegataxcredits.com and find out. Jay is right for your business. There is not a more important 10 minutes. Here we are. Let's get into February. So February is always big because Radio Row. And that kicked off with an experience of not only being on the row, but being on the row here in Los Angeles. Meaning Radio Row was right up the road. And we had an amazing week of star-studded guests and some of the biggest names in sports because if you do a radio row in L.A., you know the stars are going to come out like the biggest star of all. I've always said it. Winning in this town is not enough. You have to win a certain way. It is a town of stars. Hollywood, L.A., a town of stars, and they all came out. But the biggest star of all was the one sitting right across the glass from me this second, Alvin Deloro. Now, all these years, you have never been to Radio Row. How did you end up here? I said, don't be a punk, man. Get your ass up yeah, here. Yeah, you, you called me out. You said, fine, just stay over there. I was, I was originally just going to stay in my little spot there, which I was very comfortable. I had all my things set up. Feels uncomfortable, but it's... Oh, I'd never ha- know it, dude. You have to... What, what do you the, always say? You have to uh, be comfortable being uncomfortable. There you go. Ding. I dominate so much in the home studio that it almost detracts from the show if I'm not at the home studio. You know my morning routine, right? No. I haven't had come one, in last. I haven't had one cup of coffee. It's not hard to find coffee here. They do have coffee I don't at Radio need Row, it. I don't, I don't need it. Like, I'm so jacked. And there's just so much stuff going on. Like, I, can't, I constantly am looking around. There's so much truth, stuff. Truth is, dude, there's nothing going on. I don't even know what you're See, talking about. What's been the highlight of the row so far for you other than this amazing performance oh, you're, that's, you're that's, putting forth? That's easy. It's, it's, it's Sharon right there. That's our... That's our Dude, I don't even know what you, what, what you director. New York <laughs> legend. New York legend. Superstar. The guy who keeps it all. on the Sharon air. Sean Watson. Love right. the guy to death. There he is. All right. Man, my voice is whacked. Yeah, dude. When I hear my voice, it kind of annoys me. This is very therapeutic. I, I, Can I just go one minute on this? It takes as much time as you need. Like, I'm your listen, world. I'm listening is this to my cathartic? Voice, I'm listening to my voice right now, and it's like, man, I if I had the buzzer, I would run me so fast. The guy who runs other people for not getting to their point is up here just talking out his ass. That is the perfect irony. That's really irony. ironic. Yes. 
Could you imagine if I played the fat alarm like with somebody in person? Like, there, I, be good, right? Yeah, no, I, I get my uh, teeth kicked in. Congratulations on getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, the great Alvin Deloro. Time now for a sports update. Here is the very latest. Rich Ackerman. Here is Rich Ackerman. A mesmerizing exchange. Alvin, there were literally fewer people there that day than in my studio right now. It was empty. Who were you referring to? Which is why you were, in fact, the biggest star there. But that's not really true because we heard from plenty of other big names and my longtime Radio Row staples, including my main dude, Romo. It's not officially Radio Row until Romo gets here. All I thought about, okay, I'm going on Rome, and I know he's going to ask me if I worked out. So I went down and got a great workout in this morning, and uh, I'm ready to go. Dude, we're so funny because all I could think about all day and all week was I'm going to see Romo, and I don't want to show up as one of those guys drinking Cokes and eating donuts and being soft. Well, I did take a look at what's in the green room over there, and I'm like, wait a minute. Is he getting soft on me now? Look me up and you tell me, man. (laughs) Romo. I'll tell you who else stopped by. Troy Aikman. Not only did he stop by, he stopped by and dropped some love to our favorite town, Santa Barbara. Troy Aikman is my guest. Put me up at the Four Seasons in Montecito. The Biltmore. The Biltmore. And I got out of the car. Best ever, by the way, The sun was setting. I'd never been to Santa Barbara. And I said, this is Santa Barbara. And I've been hooked ever since. There you go. Also, great to hang out with Josh Allen. However, a little heartbreaking to find out that he has terrible taste in Orange County Mexican restaurants. You live there now. Laguna Niguel, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. I'm in Irvine. Okay, yeah. Right, so why, right why don't you pull, well, So we got to go to Javier's. Okay, yeah. Have, have, you been, have you been to Javier's? Oh, yeah. I've so been you a know. few times. All right, yeah. so really quickly, so they know, because all I do is talk about Javier. My guy Javier, does this live up to the hype? Is that not the best place? It, I don't know Wait. about the best place, but it's up there. Uh huh. Have you tried south of Nick's? I have not. Okay, that's it's. There's one in Laguna, and then there's one in San Clemente. Oh yeah, no, okay, yes, okay. yes, I have. In Laguna, I, I have. I, I love Javier's, but I think I might take take south of Nick's over it. I might be crazy. Though. Respectfully, do you'd be wrong, but there's some things I'm gonna go to battle for. Javier is it, but but I appreciate it. I'll let you win this one. That's very big of you, Josh. I was gonna win it no matter what. You know what's funny? When he asked me about that restaurant, I had not been to that restaurant. But I've since been to the restaurant and forgot that he and I talked about that restaurant. The restaurant he's talking about is awesome. It's a good spot with an amazing bar. I have been now. Still not better than Javier's. Nothing is. So the big takeaway from that is nobody is perfect. Not even Josh Allen. And I can say the same thing about Micah Parsons. I love Micah. Big Micah house. However, I can't stand the garbage spicy pizza that he had me eat on live TV. So I have a spicy challenge of my own. Talk to me. So we take the pizza, we add extra flakes, and all of that stuff. And if you complete the spicy challenge, I basically owe you a gift card. Really? Yeah. Bring it. Bring the pizza. Is, is there a gift card before I put that thing in my mouth? There is a gift card. I need to see the gift card before I eat the slice. Can we get a gift card on the I table? The mo- I need to see the money on the table. Yo, can we just eat the pizza? This is for you, bro. You dropped a whole pepper. This is the spicy challenge, not the sissy challenge. Micah, slow down, bro. 
<laughs> You're starting to sweat a little bit. I am sweating a little bit. You're starting to sweat a little bit. Dude, you dumped a half a bottle of red hot peppers. Of course <laughs> I'm starting to sweat a little bit. Can we get my man a napkin, please? Just goes to show, man. I got heart. That's heart. You overcame right. early adversity. I got your respect, though, dude, right? hundred percent Can I hear it? Can I hear it? I got your... He, he has my respect. What? My man, why don't you get your ass out of that chair and stand up and give me some love and respect? That's what I'm saying. Give it up for him. Micah Parsons. The sissy challenge? Of course I could not let that slide because what grown-ass man is not extremely motivated by being called a sissy? And then, of course, there was the king of Radio Row guests. The king himself... King Henry. Derek Henry. How, de how demoralizing is it? I mean, it'll happen, right? Like, everything's on film. Everybody looks bad sometimes. But how demoralizing it is it to the opposition? It just, I just feel bad because. Do you? When they play highlights, it's, it's do you? constantly Do you feel highlights. bad? I feel bad for the dudes. I'm just like, dang, Do you? Bro. Or does it feel awesome? I mean, it feels awesome in the time. I'm just like, dang, they keep playing it. I know they probably see it be like, why do they keep playing this? Like, because you keep doing it, dude. That's why they keep playing it, because it keeps happening. <laughs> Well, I guess like you're, more you, you got a good heart, dude, if you actually feel badly for the person you just destroyed. At, and in the moment, I don't. But when you keep seeing it playing over again, I know, I know they're tired of it. I know they're tired of seeing their stuff getting thrown. So This is why Radio Row is so awesome. Like, you can't have interviews like that unless you're on the row. Have you ever experienced the flavor of actual live fire cooking? We're not talking about a fire pit in the backyard. This is about the big green egg, the ultimate cooking experience. An egg is the most versatile grill you're ever going to own. You can grill, roast, smoke, sear, and even bake. I'm not kidding. Try a pizza on the egg. It'll amaze you. Stop wasting money on grills that you have to replace every few years. We've all been there. We've done that. Forget the pellets and the knockoffs, too. Listen to me. Roll with an authentic big green egg. It's a ceramic marvel backed by a lifetime warranty. It's simple to light, easy to use, and it works without a power source, so there's no need to plug anything in. And with the playoffs and the holidays approaching, you cannot beat a smoked turkey on an egg. It also makes an amazing gift, and they have two models that are perfect for tailgating. The best part is you can have it delivered to your house for free from a local dealer in your community. That's right. Shop online at BigGreenEgg.com. Have it delivered to your house for free. That's BigGreenEgg.com, and you will thank me later. February, a much happier time for the Rams. We know this. And after they won it all on their home field, one of my all-time favorites, the legend Eric Weddle came in to talk about his wild journey. Man, I love challenges. I love proving people wrong. I got off social media two years ago, and it was the best thing I ever did. And I would tell every young guy to do the same thing, especially at this level. But, you know, everyone thought we were crazy. Who thinks of doing something like this? And honestly, I, I just know deep down that I'm one of the most mentally toughest guys in this world. And when Chanel, when I got on the phone with Chanel after I called Raheem, telling her what was going on, she said, babe, if anyone can do it, you can. And when I heard that, it really just gave me the confidence. Like, she's right. Like, I can do this. Like, I can, I can do something that's never been done before. Hopefully people can see that an opportunity comes uh, walking along that you're going to take advantage of and you're ready for your op and to go make the most of it. You're ready for your op. That's one of my favorite athletes ever, Eric Weddle. The L.A. Super Bowl was an enormous hit. The L.A. Super Bowl parade, on the other hand, was embarrassing as hell. Like, nobody showed up. But the parade did give us 
One of the jungle sound bites of the year, did it not? Stan, his family, every one of us in the organization who support him on that mission, and everyone out there, you know what? We know what that highest high feels like today. So in honor of the shirt, F them picks. We'll use them to go win more Super Bowls. F them picks. F them picks. I mean, it was great at that time. It was great until it turned into F them wins. F them picks. F them dubs. F them picks. That happened quickly. Nobody will ever be able to rip that Lombardi from them. However, there's been a price to be paid on the back end. Then, after the Super Bowl came the NFL hiring cycle. And it was a great hiring cycle for clones. Yes, I said it. As an example, a silent underground clone like Josh McDaniels. And this opportunity was given to me, and I, I can't wait to get started on here, it. Here it is. I really appreciate you saying yes and coming back on so quickly. Congrats on the opportunity. And what can I tell you, my man? Just really good to have you back in the jungle. Thanks a lot, Jim. You know this is my favorite spot. And anytime you guys want to chat, uh, I'll look forward to it. I like that, and I will still, despite the year they've had, I will take him up on that. Now, I'm not trying to go around and out underground clones. They just kept coming on and outing themselves. As an example, new Texans GM Nick Casario. Jim, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Forgot to mention fellow clone on that introduction, so I'm definitely a clone. So I appreciate having me back and really excited. Without me having to go there, I do appreciate you acknowledging your jungle roots, Nick. Can't forget him, Jim. Uh, we, I go way back with the jungle. Uh, actually, I have a jungle-related story and a smack-off-related story in the same vein. So you know, I was a big smack-off listener. haven't listened to smack-off here in a little bit. But um, last week when we had Lovey's introductory press conference, uh, we had an opportunity with our local media. Unbeknownst to me, and I had plenty of interactions with Sean Pendergast, but I didn't realize he was the Cablin Asian until he mentioned that he was the Cablin Asian. So we had a big chuckle over that when he mentioned to me that, that he's Sean the Kaplan Asian. I said, man, you were a pretty good call at the Rome show. And then we proceeded to talk about Jeff and Richmond, his 18 to three-quarter inch pipes and his luxury sled. So we, we go way back, Jim. There's no question. This is an NFL GM just spitting game about the jungle and talking about Jeff and Richmond and his 18-inch pipes and luxury sled. Scrumptious. My man, Nick. And Nick not knowing that Sean Pendergast was the Cablin Asian, although they had had many of interaction over the years, is so good. Kind of makes me wonder, though. Maybe. I wonder if the hood man was listening. One day down the road, we're going to find out that he was a huge fan of the Death Pool or the Rat Fam. Nothing would surprise me. And speaking of things that we can't do on the show anymore, we killed a lot of Jungle Rules on 2-22-22. As a token of our appreciation to the clones, we allowed an Anything Goes segment on that day. And then the clones paid us back by doing pretty much whatever the hell they wanted. It's 2-22-22. Clones, do whatever the hell you want. This is not Mark in Hollywood. This is Urban Meyer, the head ball coach. And I have a beef. Is this can we do the jerk it segment? Yeah, my beef is with you, Jim, all right? And you don't know what it's like when a hot, young co-ed approaches you and starts devastating your pelvis. Oh, I have a heart attack. Romy. Hey, man, my boy and I had a question. If I, Ray Craig, and Gary Gaetti were hanging out together in an alley and someone drops a bagel, 
Who do you think gets to that bagel first? Right there on the street, man. None other than Sarah Jessica Parker. What's up, girlfriend? Why the long face? Who is the pro football player who went to a college dorm to visit a co-ed who may or may not have been Kathleen in Omaha and dropped a fierce growler in her laundry basket? I wanted to award Jeffrey Dahmer enjoying a bowl of Jay stew for lunch with a side of Fred sticks. Got an ATP for you here, if you don't mind. Could you break down the XR4TI on who is and who is not circumcised? There once was a Canadian bag who dresses girl in the Canadian flag. But if she really was smoking, then why was he stroking to take out of his sweatpants the sag? Yo, Jason, thanks very much for that one, and yeah, that's 22 minutes exactly. Now we are done. Now I'm done. <laughs> Tell you what, we should really do another one of those. I'll tell you, I'll make you a deal right now. We can run that back on 3-33-33, all right? Now, I'll at least give you clones this much. The beef calls were actually much improved this year, with the notable exception of this incredibly off-putting beef from none other than Bob in L.A. Let's go to Bob in L.A. Hey, Bob, what's your beef? Jumbo, General Jim, how about those brand-new free 95 masks for your face? Uh, they're not worth the freedom. What you do is you have to put on now two straps to get it around your head. But the worst part is for guys, when you wear it for over two hours or something, you take it off and you got the nice big imprint of that mask over your face and nose. Having everyone around you think that you just recently performed oral sex on your wife or girlfriend. Ah. That's not a good call. No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. Yo, Bob. Thanks a lot for that, Bob. I just puked in my own mouth again. I needed that call about as much as I needed Jason in Harrisburg's reaction. Jason in Harrisburg, you made it in. Yeah, I've got a major beef with Bob and L.A.'s beef, and I know he's full of crap, Rome, because if his wife hails from the same generation as he does, that unkempt 1973 muff would make it look... Ah. No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. As I said earlier in this week, are you having fun? I'm not. Yes, I am, actually. That's incredible. I put <laughs> I put the rescue cat, Sapphire, on my Instagram feed, and Dodger Jana was checking out the comments. She's like, there's a lot of people talking about Steve Elkington and Cat. I said, I know, DJ. Listen, I love reaction beefs. They're my favorite beefs, except for that one, which ruined the word unkempt. Forever. Another thing the callers love to do is to tell totally believable stories. Now, we had a lot of tall tales in the jungle this year, but maybe none taller than this one from Ed in Texas. I wanted to tell you about the time that I met, actually met OJ and Al Callings at the same time. Come on, man. Yeah, I was in Snowmass with my buddies, and we sit down at a table. And we look over at the table next to us, and there's a group of people, including O.J. and Al Callings. And, of course, I had to look around to see, where is John Elway? You know, the slow white Bronco. So my buddy stands up and said, hey, how about a picture? 
And so we hand OJ the camera, and he takes a picture of our group. Great stuff, Ed. Did you also run into Jay Dahmer at a fine young cannibals concert? Hey now, are you craving some protein after a good workout? Do not make a shake. Do not eat a bar. Reach for a bag of beef jerky from Old Trapper. Old Trapper beef jerky is tasty. It's tender. It's made with real strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a wood fire. And it goes wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. Look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying that way. Look for it in major retail stores near you. And clones, if you don't see it, just ask for it by name because no other jerky compares Old Trapper, what is your beef? On to the month of March. March. March marked the triumphant jungle return of one Jeff Passan, and it truly was a great return at that. My goodness, Van Smack, it is good to be back. Shout out to Damon Amendolara, who uh, who should get far more credit than he does for somehow transmogrifying from horse to human. The last time I saw such equine failure, Jim, was when seven other three-year-olds lined up against straight up G and thought they could beat him. And uh, speaking of that 60,000 case you won, Jimmy, I'm truly hoping that you will put it towards some good causes. Brad and Corona always could use a fresh cycle of the juice. We know Left and Laguna needs a bailout for ghost casting. I would love it if you could buy the rest of the jungle subscriptions for Hooked on Phonics because letting those two win the last seven smack-offs is a sign that either English is a hard concept to grasp or the only people who are worth a damn that listen to the show have worse phone connections than me in 2018, it would not be a proper re-entry into the jungle without a good haiku. Paul's dog laid a turd. It was his call to the show. Run him, don't rack him. And with all that said, with my triumphant return in the books, Jim, let's talk some baseball. He started the interview with that. So y'all are lucky that he did not call in the day of the smack-off. That's all I'm saying. First ever use of the word transmogrifying in the jungle as well. But I got standard for my guy, DA. That's my dude right there. Emphasis on the dude, not the horse. I promise. All right, so another one of my dudes, Eric Musselman. You know I love Mus. Absolutely love Mus. He had a big month of March, as he usually does. And then Mus came in to talk about his amazing rise to the top of the college basketball world. Getting an opportunity to coach at the college, it was so hard. Athletic directors across the country would not answer phone calls. Uh, They had absolutely zero respect for uh, NBA background. Uh, which which was amazing to me because still to this day, the best coaches I've ever coached against are NBA coaches. Even uh, the Campbell Camels, I remember trying to get a hold of their athletic director and no response, and San Jose State was 25 minutes from my home, and I couldn't get an interview with them. And So all that stuff just builds up to try to drive you as a coach each and every day. Sucks for you, state school. Oh, so close. Hey, Mus, I will say it for you. Tell me how my ass tastes. Tell this guy couldn't get a return phone call from San Jose State or Campbell? Eric Musselman, one of the great coaches ever. Incredible. What up, Mus? Happy holidays. It's my dude right there. 
Of course, no 2022 years in review is complete without the most important cultural moment of 2022, a.k.a. the time that Will Smith slapped the hell out of Chris Rock at the Oscars. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. Uh oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep your wife's name out your mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. No! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was the uh, greatest night in the history of television. Okay. I mean, was it real? Was it staged? We had questions. Lots of questions. Thankfully, my guy, Butter, Kevin Frazier, stopped by to help us make sense of the entire thing. You see everyone automatically pull out their phones. They're texting. They're talking to each other. People are like, oh, what just happened? Because no one could understand what happened. Inside, everybody thought it was a skit until Will started yelling. When Will started yelling, everybody was like, oh, my God, this is real. What? There you have it. It was real and real weird. From the most important cultural moment of 2022 to arguably the moment of the year in the jungle which naturally began with a story about some dude who injected cocaine directly into his penis. Because coke isn't the devil, right? At least we had a take on it from James in Portland, because that was going to go well. Albie, I love when Jim mentioned today that some dude injected blow in his penis. You said, dude, dude, I got to try that, man. Alvy, it's called booger sugar, not shaft sugar. And Jim, ah! that's not a good No, you don't like that cup. I don't like that cup. Yeah, hey Alvin, <laughs> thank you very much for that. For once, Alvy and I were in total agreement on when to use the buzzer. But, <laughs> but then John and Little Rock had to keep that topic going with an impromptu reaction parody. Shaft sugar. Big year for John in Little Rock. Slap a tongue sticker on that crappy phone's crappy microphone, Johnny. So March was also the month that Jeff Perlman came through and broke down one of the most controversial and debated topics in the jungle. Is magic a moron. I just don't think he's that bright of a guy, man. I'm just going to be honest with you. I hate to say it. I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, as surly as he can be, is an absolute genius. I don't think Magic Johnson is anything resembling a genius. And I think when he tweets really dumb stuff, I'm not saying he's a dummy, but I think he thinks he's way smarter than he is. Now we know. That settles that. And this next clip is of a call from Rockin' Rodney. And Rockin' Rodney got run. And you'll never guess why. Rodney, Emporium, PA. What's going on, Rodney? Yes. Hello, Rodney. You're on the air. 
Jimmy, how you doing? Rockin' Rodney from Emporium, Pennsylvania. Hey, bro, why do they call you Rockin' Rodney? Because when I played college ball, I rocked the boards. Ah. It's such a simple rule. No self-gloss. And yet you people are like moths to the flame. For whatever reason, you cannot stop calling here and giving yourselves horrendous nicknames. And in return, I will never stop running your asses right out of here for your horrendous nicknames. So you're hanging out with some friends and you're putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. And as the evening comes to an end, people start to head out and you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You're good. You can make it. It's not that big of a deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill somebody. Everybody knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic. They're often deadly. However, that still does not stop everybody from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. This is why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads in order to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe. Plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or somebody else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Into our second hour of the year in review, we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Welcome to the program. I am Jim Rome. It is the year in review. It is a one-day show. This is my last show of the year personally, so we're getting after it. If you want to react, go ahead. I'm, get, I'm getting a lot of reaction, actually, but we're already way behind, so I'm going to keep moving. But keep sending me the reaction. I know it sounds sort of counterintuitive, but I will get to some of it, but i got to get back to this. Let's start with the month of April. So April starts with an all-time boss move from an unexpected source, country singer Eric Church. Eric had me believing when he blew off one of his own concerts to watch UNC play Coach K and Duke in the Final Four, that this guy was an absolute legend. I should have known that I would end up being disappointed and that he would ruin it. But let's not get into it. Let's get into the churchgoer who called in to tell us how upset he was at Eric Church. Let's go to Lester, Mobile, Alabama. Hey, I'm calling. I'm sick to my stomach about Eric Church canceling the concert. He broke my heart, man. When I broke up with my sister, Eric Church was the only thing that got me through the breakup, man. He helped me get back on the horse, and now I can say I'm happily dating my cousin. But this- ah! I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that probably was not an actual church fan. But I'm very happy for you and your first cousin. So April was also the month that the Nets got swept out of the first round of the NBA playoffs. Just like Ricky in Tampa, a.k.a. Coach Ridiculous. Kind of ridiculous. Predicted. And we were lucky enough to hear from one of Ricky's players, Corey in Tampa. Corey in Tampa. Hey, actually, I was calling. I played for Ricky down here in Tampa for several years in the FPL, Florida Professional League. We were the Tampa Bay Turtlenecks. The and, Tampa uh, we had a great, Bay Turtlenecks, huh? Right, right. We had a great squad. Ricky he actually had a great sense of humor. We would uh, roll out into warm-ups with uh, turtlenecks on. 
mock turtlenecks. And uh, six of the guys on our team were from Europe. So uh, actually, half of us were wearing uh, two turtlenecks while we. Ah! That's not a good call. No. You don't like Corey and Tampa. Corey and Tampa played for Ricky, just like Lester in Mobile is an Eric Church super fan. All of you, quit lying. April also marked the end of an ionic career for Villanova Ionic. legend Jay Wright. And this is an enormous Jay Wright house for pretty obvious reasons. Yeah, man, you you got a legendary voice. So when you said it, that one hit me. It really hasn't hit me too much with people. When you just said it, it sounded a little weird. I got to tell you the truth. I knew I was doing the right thing for the program, the future of the program. Kind of the players are good with it. All our coaches are staying. Everything's in order. Now I'm starting to wake up in the morning and think, like, where am I supposed to be? Who am I supposed to call? I never realized I don't have to, and it's pretty nice. Congrats on everything, but the best is still ahead, Jay. I appreciate you so much. Thanks, man. I, I, I just love how you do your job. I love how you research, and you know you're so informed about every topic. I, I respect that, man, and uh, you do a great job. Keep it up, buddy. <laughs> no one better, man. <laughs> no one better, Jay Wright. Just the very personification of class. College Hoops is never going to be the same without him. What a class act. Now, emerging Warrior star Jordan Poole jumped in here in April, and I knew that we would have some real common ground. You know how I knew? Us cat guys always know. I have a cat named Coda, a big Coda, a Kakoa Toast, and then I got a couple cats at home. You know, they're pretty awesome. I heard you're a cat guy yourself. Dude, I am a cat guy myself, and I'm not going to apologize. Not only am I not going to apologize for it, man, I'm all about it. Yeah, I definitely love animals first and foremost. So it's not like a, I'm a more of a cat than a dog guy. Right, but right. it has always been a lot easier to maintain for a cat. They kind of just do their thing. So, yeah, they, uh, it's, I don't know. It's pretty dope. We see cat, mate. Dude, he, he actually nailed it. That's exactly what it is. I'm not like a cat guy. I'm an animal guy. But cats are easy to keep than dogs. I'm not saying that I like cats more than dogs. I'm saying I like them all. But I love cats. And I'm not going to apologize for it. Sapphire, the rescue cat, got more than 2,000 likes on my Instagram feed the other day. So what's there to apologize for? Then there was, yeah, uh, we see Sapphire, mate. We see cat, mate. Bombay Sapphire. Didn't get very many of those. We see cat, mate comments then there was the candidate for worst decision of the year made by those idiots the weirdos who snuck into oj's bedroom in the dead of night and hit ornthal himself with a quote wakey wakey Up and Adam. The kids, man. The kids. The kids. Surprising a sleeping Ornthal. He's got to be right up there with drinking bleach and eating Tide Pods on the list of dumbest things that you can do in terms of risking your life. There's no way that was real. You know, you know how I know that that was not real? Nobody died after it happened. Nobody got their dome lopped off. That's how I knew it wasn't real. We all know that if that were real and somebody jumped in 
and woke up Orenthal with a wakey-wakey up and at him. You know how else I know that there was there was nothing real about that? There was no shocked bodies. There was no police tape. There was no cars with screaming sirens. Just some idiots saying wakey-wakey up and at him. So let me take a pause and shout out Jungle Racing, another exciting year, and nothing was more exciting than Power Surge, winning after going off at 76-1 to in the evening jewel at Santa Anita. Unfortunately, this audio is bittersweet for me, for reasons I still don't even want to talk about, but I will explain after you hear the clip. And Connie Swingle trying to get by Power Surge. Connie Swingle on the outside, Power Surge fighting on bravely. They pass the eighth pole together and they're dominating. Big Novel moves into third, past the 16th. Power Surge or Connie Swingle. Power Surge, Connie Swingle, Power Surge just in front. Power Surge would not be denied. At a huge number, Connie Swingle just missed. Then it was Big Novel. All right, so keep in mind, I owned part of that horse. I was in a partnership that owned that horse. What a moment, right? Pure ecstasy. Not only a stakes win, but a stakes win at 76 to 1. Huge payday for me, right? Right? I forgot to bet the race. Oops, excuse me, my bad. Excuse me, my bad. But guess who called up to rub it in my face that he did, in fact, bet the race? I Ray, of course. I had your horse. I, I mean, I saw the jungle racing on there, and I threw 20 on it. So not only that, but the exact is what really cashed in, Romy. It was like 609 bucks for a $1 exacta. How much money did you make off that race? Um, just including the exacta and the, the, the tickets I had on your horse, um, almost a little less than... Five grand? Uh Uh-huh. Sure you did not, Ira. But I believe you. I do. Because I know that you know horse racing. Nobody else in the jungle believes you, but I totally believe you, dude. Well done. I hope that you spent that money wisely. In a great moment for Lady Clones and my wife, Lynn in Davis called up to tell a story about above or about among all things, of all things, tour stop pants. Hey, Rogan Loom's dad. My husband and I were at your September 21st, 2002 tour stop. Place was rocking when you introduced Dodger Jano and she rolled out onto that stage in those black leather pants and jacket. My dude's eyes bulged and popped and have never properly retracted. Incredible. We used to laugh about her, quote, tour stop pants. Les Need and Sean McVay brought another great soundbite into the jungle during the draft when they laughed their asses off at the Hoodman's first-round pick, Cole Strange. Really, really? Oh, my UT Chattanooga to the first round. Hey, how about that? And we wasted our time watching him thinking he'd be at 104, hey. maybe. <laughs> That's incredible. Also came off as pretty pompous and pretty arrogant. Like they were just straight up clowning and mocking Bill Belichick. Luckily, we had new Vikings head coach and former Rams OC Kevin O'Connell on, and he provided a little context. 
I did. I did. I, I think uh, I think that's probably a little bit more of a you know a credit to to Cole Strange, the player that they were discussing there. I know if they were looking at him, even though maybe they don't pick until I believe whatever it is, 100, 104. I know they still are, are putting in the work back there to make sure that they had a, a great list of players, and I'm sure Cole was on that list. But uh, I did see that, and uh, as I uh, as I told him in a message I left for him this morning, I, I can still see that smile uh, from winning the Super Bowl is pretty fresh uh, for Coach McVay. I mean, as good as that McVay clip was, it was still nothing compared to my favorite quote of the year. Hell, quote of the millennium. And that honor, of course, goes to LaFib. I mean, it's not failure at all. I mean, listen, we came to work every single day, put our hard hats on, and we try to get better every day. And the result just didn't, didn't happen for us. So, but it's not a failure. It's not like, um, you know, we came together as a, as a team. We wanted to be. Let me tell you something. That was one of the worst takes I have ever heard from any athlete in my entire career in this business. If by not a failure, you mean the single greatest failure in the history of the Lakers' storied franchise, then sure, LeBron, you nailed it. You nailed that, just like you nailed Space Jam 2. Also not a failure, right? I mean, it's not a failure. Not at all. Let's go to May. That was like the worst take I've ever heard, honestly. And I don't even mean like. It was the worst take I ever heard. So May starts off with the legend, my guy, Andrew Ryad a.k.a. Andy Reid. I love him. He made his jungle return. And the big man made some very surprising comments and a surprising reveal about one of his favorite music artists. How long did it take to sink in that you had won a world championship? And then what does that ring represent to you? You know, Jim, I sat there, and, and I mean, I literally sat there until 4.30 in the morning listening to Pitbull after the game. And my man was cranking, and and uh, at 50 years old or whatever he is, I mean, he was cranking it out. And I'm going, this is unbelievable. It settled in right there. But what a, you know, what a great, great thing it was. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, makes you want to get back there and, and do it again. For sure. No, okay. If you were cranking Pitbull, well, I mean, I understand why that night. Like, on your off. My man, Andy Reid. Then there was the extremely rare error from the host, i.e. me, when I missed the cue that we were live and back from the break, on air, on national television, and it got awkward. Thanks, Alvy. I'm just sitting there, like, not even knowing. I, I'm like, you're on, dude, you're on! I'm just sitting there. All good. I probably got, like, I have a clock on my head. I've got two more minutes. Alvy had to arm crawl in here to let me know and look up like, dude, dude, you're on the air. You're on the air. And I'm just sitting alone here in my room just having a day, saying nothing at all. Great moment. May was also the time we announced Smack Off 28, which is always the official start of the Smack Off season. And the clones were very enthusiastic for the main event once again. In fact, so enthusiastic that one of them sent us a homemade promo. 
Listen, clones, it's time for you to become a legend and win $5,000 in the 2022 Smack Off 28 Live, June 24th, with the Radio Hall of Famer, Jim Rome of the Jim Rome Show, known as the Jungle. Jungle. To compete in this invite only, clones, you have to call the show Monday through Friday with a good take and win a golden ticket. Keep calling back with fresh takes to maintain your golden ticket or lose your golden ticket. Clones, previous SmackDown winners can call on June 24th. This $5,000 contest is a winner take all. Who will win? Will it be by Drizzle from Kansas? Maybe K9 Paul's dog? Or it could be a wild card winner like a lady clone like Bella B from Calgary. So don't just sit there listening to clones call. Now is your time to get your best take in at 1-800-636-8686. 1-800-636-8686. It's time for your chance to make history on SmackOff 28. This dude, a listener, sent that. Alvin's like, dude, next time you're going to do something like that, let me know. It'll save me a lot of work. Yeah, except for one thing. I don't know if that was a smack-off promo or a promo for a monster truck rally. Friday, Friday, Friday! Goliath taking on Bigfoot! Smackdown, Smackdown, Smackdown! Smackdown. All right, we'll take a short time out and talk more about the, quote, Smackdown. Good night, night. 